Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. Whether inside or outside the loop, we are talking everything soccer in Houston. Y'all ready? Let's get it. Houston, welcome to a special episode of the Bayou City Soccer Podcast that we like to call Orange Sog. My name is Rudy Segura, and alongside Dustin Richardson, we are joined by Houston Dynamo's head coach, Ben Olson. Ben, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, obviously, we get to ask you plenty of questions during game day pressers. Um, but we hope to dig a little deeper with your time here today. And let's just get it started with the uh, regarding the RSL uh, series, Ben. How difficult um, is it or was it to make adjustments, you know, playing in three games back to back against the same team? It's difficult, but it's also it was it was enjoyable, a good, really interesting task for the staff and uh, you know probably on both sides and, and the players to make these little adjustments. You know everybody's a little bit of who they are at this point in the season, but those those adjustments uh, from game to game are uh, are fascinating. And they're not only in between the games; it's also within the game. Uh, we're so familiar with them, and, and vice versa. It's just uh, it's a really interesting format. Uh, I know hockey does it and basketball does it. We don't do it that much in soccer. It's it's more heavy aggregate or, or one offs on the home field with the home field advantage. So it's a yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm glad we're not doing it necessarily again. I'm glad we had the home field. I'm glad the next one is just a one off though, uh, and that we're at home again. If you do that every series, that's just too many games for the players. Yeah, so you guys had two of those games go to penalty kicks. You know, how how hard was that just from you guys' perspective? And is there anything you could do as a coach, you know, to try and keep the guys calm or kind of rally them before uh, big moments like that? Yeah, you can say what you want. It's still the guys are going to be stepping up and, you know, they have to have the nerve and uh, uh, the quality to, to see those out. Unfortunately, we got one of the two. And – you know, the format is, is interesting, just going back for a second. If they would have won in a shootout and they go through on essentially two ties and a, and a loss, I, I think they could reevaluate that part. Um, I almost think you have to you should be able to have to win a game of the three series to go through. So essentially maybe in the future if you win a game and the second one goes to penalty kicks, uh, and the opponent wins that one, then I, I would think they would have to win in regular time in the third, I, I think is something they should look at. But again, it's uh, it's it's all good. We got through and we're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, so talking about the next one, obviously, um, this, no matter the result being the last game uh, at Show Energy Stadium for the Dynamo, uh, whenever you take on Kansas City in nine days' time. Uh, you faced them a few times this season, uh, but how do you approach preparing for maybe a team that it's red hot like they are right now? You know, they took down the first seed in St. Louis City. Well, they're hot, but we're, we're, we're fairly hot, too. We haven't uh, lost in regular time in a long time as well. Uh, it happened to be against them. Uh, they're a tough out. They're playing really well since – uh, you know, after a tough start, you know, they've been the best team since since May. And that's a long time. I looked at the calendar the other day, and May was quite a while back. Uh, potent attack, good central midfield, 
uh, you know, solid uh, defensive group, and they've been playing with a real edge and uh, survival for for quite a while. Um, they got some key injuries back, and they're they're they're. Uh, I know they, they they're going to miss the left back, but overall, it's a really good squad that's hot. So we'll just have to be at our best. Um, both teams, you know, again at this point, know who they are. There'll be some probably little tweaks, uh, but it, it'll be uh, it'll probably be more the in-game tweaks that'll they'll make the difference on this one. So talking about home, you guys have been so good at home. Um, you've talked about this this season, you know, getting more fans in. Uh, we've seen the playoff games, not quite sellouts yet, but as a coach, as a player that you were how how big is that for you guys having a big home crowd and having the fans in there it's important i mean it's been important all year and we'd love for this to be the best crowd of the year um we're still looking for a sellout uh this weekend apparently there's some deals that you know that people can buy tickets so um i'm a i'm a ticket salesman right now too because i know how much it (laughs) is going to mean to our players if 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 we can get you know another five thousand in that in that building and it, you know we worked really hard to get this home field event and uh, part of that is to, uh, we're we're pleased to have that for our fans and and the community of Houston uh, and, and we hope they keep uh, keep giving them the support and, and we add some some more butts in the seat for this one because it's uh we'll need every person. You mentioned, you know, obviously the Dynamo just playing very good, especially at home. And, you know, for many years, uh, going, I guess, a little bit outside of it, for many years, your tactics were branded a certain way. And I think now we're seeing more of a Joga Benito, as some people were calling it. But taking that short time off uh, from the day-to-day coaching, uh, Ben, did that help maybe re-energize or revitalize, you know, your your love for coaching? No, No doubt. Uh, I, I needed a step away. I made that very clear towards the end of my time at DC United, uh, and uh, you know, so in some ways, they, they them getting rid of me was a was a blessing, and, and uh, it took two years to do some different things. I made it clear. I painted for a while. I did some television. I worked as a president in the women's game for the Washington Spirit, and um, it was important for me to do something else and, and, and just take a, a different type of walk for a little bit. And um, so now I, I have a lot of energy. I don't know if it's changed the way I think about the game necessarily. You know, I'm always, uh, you know, I coach in the way I, I size up my team and I say, okay, how can we win? Uh, and uh, to, you know, so if, if the, the profiles of the players that we have and we build with are, one that we can play in an entertaining way and win games. Great. That's the best scenario. Uh, in the past, I've had some teams where um, I didn't think that was going to be the case in order for us to achieve our goal. And that was always being the postseason and be competitive. So, um, you know, it starts with who you have as players and how, how you can put them into a, a system that you think you can be successful. And then, yes, you know, with an eye on, okay, this is still entertainment and we have to put on, uh, a show for our fans and, and uh, in order for them to be proud and, and resonate with the community uh, on, on how we play and how we act. Talking about the fans, you, you've become pretty popular with them. You've, you've bought them some uh, alcoholic beverages the last couple of games, um, but they, they've seemed to have taken to you as you've, you're very genuine, very transparent. How, how does that f- make you feel, you know, being here at one year now, um, just kind of being 
how the fans have, have treated you and how you've, how you've seen um, this growth this year? Well, I, it makes me, you know, if that's the case, I, I don't, you know, I, I'll take your word for it. I hope hopefully they <laughs> resonate with them and, and they're proud of what the team is putting together. And I, of course I'm a, I'm a small part of that. So, uh, you know, I, I I had a great relationship with the fans in DC and, and uh, I think hopefully I can, you know, continue to do well here or well enough for them to continue to back me and, and think that I'm the right man for the job. And um, I'm fairly authentic. I'd like to think that I'm an open book. I try to, you know, call it, uh, call it what it is. We've had a, a honeymoon. It, it, it's been a really fascinating year. Uh, and uh, we've talked about here how we can sustain this and put together this type of performance uh, of these performances and have this type of success over the next couple of years. Uh, that's the real test here. I think um, and we're a little ahead of schedule and rhythm and, and, you know, get, getting a trophy and, and some of the results finishing fourth. Uh, so we're a little ahead of the, the, the building block uh, building blocks that we set out for this year. Um, but now we have to sustain it. Uh, uh, one take advantage of it at this this moment in time and the situation we're in and try to hold another trophy but also with an eye on sustaining what we've uh, been able to produce this year and about producing this year obviously many of the players have stepped up in 2023 for you um however maybe no one has to important as Hector Herrera being this vital uh for the Dynamo He's just one of the stars that you worked with uh, during your coaching career, Ben. But what makes players like him, maybe like Wayne Rooney, special part, you know, being leaders of men and not purely just their talents alone? Well, I think they, 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 they walk in the door with a certain resume that everybody respects. Um, they understand the World Cups. They understand playing in Europe for one of the best teams in the world. Uh, and, and they respect his career, but that, that only goes so far, you know, you, okay. You get your, the initial respect, but even guys like Hector have to prove themselves. They have to prove themselves to the fans and uh, the staff and, and uh, their, their teammates. And he does that by uh, being a good human, uh, genuine, again, real authenticity about him and, and then doing it on game day and, and playing at a high level and, and, you know, putting the team on his shoulders when we're not playing, at our best and pulling out some results and, and putting given 17 assists on the year and uh, some, some goals. So, you know, you have to perform and he's performed and he's also off the field, a, a, a good human and, and a guy that uh, I think he's likable to the guys. He's genuine and he really is embraced kind of what we're, we're doing here so far. So we talked to you about this a little bit. I know there was a lunch a couple of weeks ago, but Asher and Pat, everyone at the club talked about bringing in winners, you know, bringing in guys that are winners. What's that been like, you know, having those guys in the locker room? What's, what's it kind of been like seeing the transformation from the beginning of this season when you had a, basically a whole new roster to where you guys are now? There, there's moments where those guys help you, uh, you know, in the locker room, maybe they've been through certain scenarios where uh, they're not, you, know, you, you lose two in a row. Uh, they've been around. They've, you know, it's anybody with experience. Um, and then they've also been in the big moments, in the Open Cups, and the finals, and 
uh, playoff games and uh, they understand that those, the moment's not too big for those guys. So as much as we're a new team and uh, gelling as we go, there's still a lot of guys that have been in some big time games here and held a lot of silverware. So that, again, that was by design. So uh, when the lights come on in the big games, they're not, uh, they're, they're ready to roll. And I think you've seen that more times than not. So before we let you go, obviously Kansas city coming up Western conference semifinal, you said earlier, you're kind of a ticket salesman so far. Just, uh, do you have any message for the fans as, as you guys get to this, this big game, last home game of the season, yeah. um, big game ahead? Yeah. yeah get, come on out, get out here. Um, <laughs> we need to, no, really, we, we, we just need you. That they're, they're, it's a beautiful sport. We, 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 um, in that they are such a big part of the game day experience, different than basketball and hockey and all these other sports. Uh, the the energy that you know soccer crowds are in this country or around the world it's just such a unique thing. Uh, so if 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 they're new and they they want to come see kind of the the pageantry that comes along with the game, uh, get get on out here and support your your local team and also you know to our fans that have been showing up all year uh, just keep doing what they're doing and um, you know get get a have a beer on me. I don't even know if we're doing it. Am I buying beers again? We'll see. Let me talk yeah, to the we'll front see. office. Let me see yeah, talk to Ted. See if that's. I'm, I'm running out of money here. You know, what I mean? <laughs> these, these, these uh, beers aren't cheap. No. Um, yeah. Just get out there and keep doing what they're doing. They, they've been a big uh, help all year. Okay. Well, thank you so much coach uh, for joining us today. Happy Thanksgiving and best of luck against born in Kansas city next weekend. Okay. Pat. Thank you. Who's the-